Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. There so seems trade, to be. They... Go ahead, Randy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Rick. I was going to say, is there one more football practice left? I know you can't watch them, but did yep. they do Tuesday, Thursday? So they're going to do tomorrow before the concert then. Not, obviously not in the stadium. Tomorrow before the concert, yeah, obviously not in the stadium. They started, uh, it was interesting, they started uh, unloading stuff for the stadium immediately after the scrimmage was done on Saturday. So I guess, you know, they planned everything leading up, um, you know, when they were going to start, but. I mean, as soon as we left the press conferences, they were they were running eighteen wheelers through there and and unloading a bunch of stuff. So um, yeah, there's there's nothing uh, that you can do inside the stadium right now, but they'll be outside on the practice fields or um, I guess inside maybe on the indoor over in that area. So have you got front row tickets tomorrow? I've got nineteenth row tickets. Nineteenth? What oh, on wow. the floor? How about that? No, no, no. I didn't get on the floor or in the stands. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, got pretty good seats. Mm-hmm. Are you taking I feel binoculars? pretty good about it. <laughs> I'm not taking binoculars. We're pretty close. We're pretty close over to the to the stage. So, um, And is the stage going to rotate? Because the stadium's full, right? So will it rotate it's where full, everybody can uh, see them at some time? I looked at it when they played in Kansas City and just to see how the setup was before I bought my tickets. Just, uh, yeah. You know. Feel like I would get a, a pretty good vantage point, but it's a it's pretty much a 360 degree viewing stage, so it's it's kind of like the shape of a football, actually. So, mm-hmm. and it you know I would assume they would probably just go all the way around, huh. more like a, a rugby style football, I guess. Hmm. Uh, my curiosity, um, one thing I was curious about: what did it? Why did it necessitate? You mentioned the 18-wheelers. Why did it take 44 of them? Is that how many it was? <laughs> there was just like six of them when I was there. But they've got to assemble that stage. I mean, I don't even know what. They had six 18-wheelers full of one basically rectangle-style, rectangle shape that looked like it attaches to the next one and the next one and the next one. So I don't know what else they were bringing, but uh, he, it, it's a lot. I mean, I assume they can afford it. They sold 70,000 tickets at, uh, what, $95 or something each. Yeah. Rick's now saying 80,000. Who gets to sit in the press box? Maybe I could sneak in the press box. <laughs> I don't get know. A, I think get a if press you had, pass. I think if you had an existing suite, then that was offered to you, I believe. Yeah, I but I don't so. know about the press box. I don't know if they're – I mean, if I were them, I would probably do a private party up there. I'm sure somebody would be willing to rent that thing out, and you could fit a lot of people up there. So I don't. Yeah, radio box. Yeah, put me in the radio box, or put me in the uh, SEC's little space, or (laughs) where the coaches they do their communicating from upstairs. And there's there's a lot of good places up there that uh, yeah, surely they'll take it. Well, but here here's the deal though, Trey. We found this out. Uh, All the ticket proceeds are going. I mean, you're just putting more money in the back pocket of Garth Brooks. 
Yeah, he's getting them all. <laughs> yeah, he's getting most of it, I guess. But I yeah. gotta believe they're paying a stadium rental, though. Gotta be. The 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 school yeah. gets concessions and parking. They'll get and concessions, they did, I, and they did sell parking. So I think that's kind of how the amp does it. Uh, uh, the performer sometimes, I guess, they get a a certain set amount, and and uh, or sometimes they get just the ticket sales, and the amp gets the the concessions. You know, sometimes it's as simple as that. So um, anyway, it should be cool. I can remember. Um, seventh grade dance at Sheridan, Arkansas. Friends in low places came on. Like, what is this? What's this music? Who is this? <laughs> so now you get to see it live, huh? <laughs> yeah, full circle. Okay, great. All right, this this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Mike says, "Did you know Devois Whaley, LaMichael Petway, Cheyenne O'Grady were playing in the USFL?" Is that right? No, but that's that's nice, isn't it? That's I good. saw a little Minnesota brawlers came across my TV screen yesterday. They did. Yeah, I was flipping you... through channels and saw Minnesota brawlers versus somebody. I can't even remember who the other team was. <laughs> was that was that that double A baseball game where they had the fight? That was USFL. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought brawlers, you know. Yeah, you. Uh, do. I saw the. Yeah. I saw the uh, I saw the baseball game where the dude, the pitcher, uh, the dude hit a go-ahead home run, and uh, the pitcher did not did not like that. That's funny. <laughs> Tackled him. Oh my! Gosh, he was being was taunted, good. though. The guy that hit the home oh, run was, yeah, was well, taunting him. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? Well, so 2022, I guess, is just if you don't like something that somebody does, you go assault them. <laughs> That's the theme so far this year. We've seen well, Mike Tyson I do got... it on an airplane, which I don't. Maybe yeah. don't blame Mike Tyson. That guy was being a jerk. But um, I know I certainly I guess it makes me a hypocrite because I, I lost all respect for Will Smith after what he did to Chris Rock. But, um, and then this pitcher goes after this dude after he hits a home run. So I, I don't know. I guess you that's know, the theme this year. The that initial is the theme penalty, of 2020. The initial penalty was four-game suspension. I didn't realize, but Randy said today they kicked him off the team. Yeah. So is that right? Uh, oh, and yeah. I forgot all about Vitello bumping yeah, the, the Yeah, he's, the he's not coaching the first two games. Yeah, he got a four-game suspension. So you get the same suspension yeah. for bumping an umpire as you do for tackling somebody that hit a home run. Yeah, man, you should. Somebody broke this down to me the other day about um, you know the different suspensions that uh, players have gotten, like for you know smoking marijuana or something like that, and and comparing those to the suspensions of. Uh, players who are, you know, accused of domestic uh, battery yeah. or yeah. Uh, all these things, and it's like, like they apparently the NFL looks at uh, um, smoking marijuana as much more severe than um, some of the domestic abuse cases that have gone really? on. Really? Yeah. Wow. But just from the penalties that get handed down, the penalties that get handled down are, I mean, they've been way more severe. Hmm. I mean, that that wide receiver for the Browns, I mean, has missed like multiple years <laughs> because he can't uh, can't can't quit. Um, Are you talking about Josh Gordon failing drug tests? Yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's with Kansas City now, and he was actually yeah. active last year for the playoffs. I don't think he had a reception or anything, but he actually was active and and did see some action because that the prime of his career was spent. In suspension. Probably so. Let's talk to Lloyd. Lloyd, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? 
good afternoon, gentlemen. Thank you, Randy, Rick, and Trey for having me on. You uh, bet. So, Trey, uh, my question, and I'll hang on for a, a minute to listen to the answer if I can, because I'm in Dallas, so I have to to try to figure it out in the middle to hear it. But anyway, um, Trey, my question is, so Malachi and Rashada, which is a quarterback that I feel like probably Arkansas might be really high on, what do you think, mm-hmm. who do you think we might get, and what do you think are the strengths of each one of them? Well, I think they're getting Singleton on Monday. I don't think they're going to get Rashada um, just from, from the stuff I've been hearing, but it doesn't make any sense for them to wait around for mm-hmm. Rashada, even if they like him a little bit better, because, first of all, they are in trouble at quarterback from a number standpoint. They need to make sure that they get this right. Rashada is really good, but Singleton is really good too. Singleton combines a – you know, I think a skill set that really would be best suited for the type of offense at Arkansas. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's deciding on Monday. Rashad is talking about deciding on, you know, a top five later this month. So the two are at different different paces right now. So, so you like – I mean, you really don't – Almost better than Rashad, maybe for Kendall Brown's offense? Um, I like – it's hard for me to say almost better. I like them equally. Rashad has got a – I mean, he can really throw the ball, like really polished in the passing game. Uh, but Singleton brings that athleticism that I think fits well with sort this of, offense. I mean, we see what K.J. Like Jefferson does with it. Well – more like a, I would say more like a Taj Boyd. If I was going to make a comparison with him, he's probably about six foot tall. He's listed at six one. I think he's probably about six foot, uh, two hundred twenty pounds. So I mean, like I was saying yesterday, like if it didn't work out at quarterback, he's a running back. <laughs> yeah, know? big dude. So six one, two hundred twenty pounds, and got a really nice arm, and is really fast. He ran for a thousand yards each of the last two years, and last year passed for twenty four touchdowns and only three interceptions. So. And, and doing it at, uh, I think I've said it's the highest classification. I think it's second highest classification in Georgia, Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, but to me, you can't go wrong. You get either one of those guys, I think you're getting a really good quarterback. And Singleton's ready to, to pull the trigger. He likes Arkansas a lot, and I think that's probably where he ends up. Well, thank you, Trey. I appreciate you, and thanks for the insight, buddy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lloyd. Let's check in with Walt. Walt? Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Good afternoon. I've got one of each. Um, the comment is Cheyenne O'Grady led the Tampa Bay team with eight catches for 89 yards after the first game, and he's third in the league with uh, those eight catches for 89 yards. I don't have any stats on the other two guys, but um, the quarterback out of Greenbrier um, or Greenwood, what's the deal with him and like I hear he's highly recruited. Can you give me some information mm-hmm. on him? That's the young sophomore. Yeah, to, to be. Sophomore yeah, to be. To be. Still, yeah, he's he still a freshman. Yeah, Arkansas, I mean, they're after him. Uh, a ton of schools are. He's going to be very highly recruited. He is very highly recruited and hasn't. I mean, he's, like you said, he's just going to be a sophomore. So uh, it's hard to know too much where he's going, but it looks like he's headed in the right direction right now. Got his first offer. From Michigan, if I remember correctly, which is, uh, you know, pretty decent school. So, yeah. Um, Archer. He's, he's got, he's yeah. got a future. <laughs> yeah. That's if you get recruited this early at quarterback, then it's, that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Uh, we learned this that 
Mateo Soli is going to play at Hawaii, hmm. transferring to Hawaii. Wow. Not a bad and, way to spend your senior year. Yeah. And for what it's worth, the players got their rings today, which I'm going to make the deadly assumption that is from the um, from the bowl game. Outback Bowl, yeah. Good, Outback great. Bowl. That's great. So I'm anxious to see them, what they actually look like. But um, congratulations. Oh, by the way, this is, uh, uh, hmm, I don't know how, how, what to say. I'll, I'll just say it. Uh, this is from our Buzz text line. Uh, from the 501. The Rolling Stones did not perform at War Memorial in 1974. Maybe 1994, but no concerts were there in the 70s. Well, in the 90s, uh, yes, the Stones, the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles and, were there. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Eagles were there, and Elton John and Billy Joel together. So there were quite a few concerts. Wow. Elton John and Billy Joel together? Together, yes. Holy Moses. Wow. And uh, that was a period of time when K-Lite, our sister station, 94.1, before it became um, what it is today, the point, um, we got tickets for those games, I mean games, for those concerts. Hmm. Do you, uh, you go to them? Do you go to the yeah. Rolling Stones? Yeah. Were there yeah. eighty thousand? No, not there? Stones. Uh, okay. I went. To, I went to the Eagles, Eagles wow. and then I went to Billy Joel and. Golly, I thought those were pretty amazing. Yeah, they were very amazing. I mean, to watch. I mean, Billy Joel is quite a performer, and you you sometimes tend to think of um, Elton John, and he is a. a Extremely accomplished pianist. Mm-hmm. And so is Billy Joel. And mm-hmm. um, those two guys together were, it was darn good. Uh, this is from Marvin from our Asher Record Service Company Live Fan Feedback. Marvin says, this Garth Brooks much be huge. Hmm. Uh, must be huge. Okay, not much. Yeah, must be huge. It must be. Never be heard of him, according to Marvin. <laughs> Is as big as George <laughs> Clinton and the Parliament back in the day. George Clinton, Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> now look, is that, the, I, is that I, was that the president's brother, George? I don't know. You know, I, no, I don't know much. George Clinton. Hey, I don't listen to country music. I, I there are a couple of them I liked. I like uh, Lady Antebellum. There are a couple others, but they're kind of country rock. I don't know Garth Brooks's songs, but he's in. But I know who he is. He's enormously popular. Uh, good grief! How could you not at least have heard of him? Right. I think he was probably joking. George so. Clinton's a, yeah, he's he's like a. Is he a local a band? Funk, no, I like funk music. Oh. No, not local at all. <laughs> I don't know. I never heard of him either. I mean, this is your gener. This is y'all generation here. That guy, George Clinton. Yeah, he's, he's like hey, I know old. the Rolling Stones and the Eagles. I don't know anything about George Clinton. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> okay, Mike says. Maybe next year we can get the Red Hot Chili Peppers at <laughs> Donald W. Reynolds Razorback no, Stadium. No, Hunter says four or five him. years. Four or five years before the next group. That may be cold peppers by then. But uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> okay. We are uh, venturing into areas that obviously we need to rely upon, Rick, we need to rely upon Trey uh, so that he knows all of these different groups that uh, they're talking about. Because, hmm. I mean, I, I watched, it wasn't what you would call a documentary. I want to say it was on Netflix, but it was on Garth Brooks. I mean, he's a, he's a really interesting character and um, came from Oklahoma and went to Oklahoma State and uh, got a huge farm in Oklahoma. And um, didn't he kind of semi-retire, if I remember correctly, Trey? I think he's kind of yeah, semi he, came up with a, he created an alter ego to see, I think, if people really like his music still or if they just liked him. It was kind of a weird deal. I think it was like maybe in the 2000s, Chris Gates or – I can't remember his. I can't remember his name. Chris Gaines. I, I can't remember his name exactly, but he it's very strange. Um, but he created a new persona for a while, and then later came out and said, "It's me." It's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so he is a very interesting character, is what you're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about him other than the songs that he sings. To be honest with you. I didn't know he was from Oklahoma until just now. Well, I um, I got this from a very good source, and this is what he told me. He said, Arkansas is looking to add a guard, wing, or a 3-4 uh, power forward out of the transfer portal. So keep an eye on these four. Imani Bates, 6'9", center forward Memphis. from Memphis. He's Landers, not a, that's not a no. guard. He just said he wanted a guard. That's not a guard. No, he basically said Arkansas is looking for everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's true. Looking for a point guard or maybe a two guard, maybe a wing, maybe a four, maybe a five. Landers Noli, 6'7", guard. He's a junior out of Memphis. Dexter Dennis, 6'5", guard, junior, Wichita State. Then Ricky Council, the fourth, 6'6", guard, freshman, Wichita State. Yeah. Now, I'm waiting for Rick. I am waiting for Rick. <laughs> why Why do they need anybody? Why, <laughs> why do they why? need anybody? Well, again, maybe, maybe the twins from Rhode Island aren't coming because they're in the NBA draft or something, but why – even at, even at that, they would still have no, – even if they didn't come and Jalen didn't come back, they still got 11 scholarship players, all of whom fully expect to play. Yeah, I mean, you might as well fill out the roster. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I guess. So you might, you might as well do it. But with Jalen, you know, if he doesn't come back, then I could maybe see why you would do that. And, you know, who knows with the, the other guys that they're wanting to go pro. I don't think those guys are getting drafted or anything, but – they wanted to go pro. I, I think they probably need a backcourt player or a wing. That's probably where I would go. I mean, like, who, who's the backcourt guys right now? I mean, you've got, um, you know, Darian Ford coming in, Pinion yeah. coming in. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Nick Smith and, and Anthony Yeah, those Black. guys are pretty good. They you know, are. Lee, hey, so Lee Mayberry started as a freshman. I, if Lee Mayberry started and he wasn't a five-star, he's a McDonald's All-America, then why can't one of these guys start? Well, K.K. Robinson came in and didn't hardly play at all. 
That's you know, I'm not saying that that's going to happen with any of these guys, but you don't know what you've got. So it, it makes some sense to maybe bring in a veteran guard who can help you um, if you get the right guy. But that's the only reason I would think that you would, you would need that. But, yeah, you've got you obviously got a lot of talent coming in, but uh, you got to run a practice also. My question would be, at this particular juncture, what is going to happen with Jackson Robinson and Kamani Johnson? I think Devo Davis is safe. Yeah. But I question about Jackson Robinson and Kamani Johnson. Where do they well, fit anybody, in this puzzle? Yeah, anybody who didn't play a significant amount, you would, you know, in this day and age, you wonder about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think – it used to be I didn't like to speculate on who might transfer and stuff, but this day and age, you kind of have to. Um, yeah. I would think that maybe Jackson Robinson has a better chance of sticking around just because he's younger um, than Kamani does, but that doesn't mean I know that or I don't. It's just this day and age, you got to speculate, unfortunately, and that kind of stuff. All right, we're running out of time. I was asked real quick, he may hurt anything on Connor Vanover. Where he's, he's going? Up? No. Yeah. Have not. No. Okay. Neither am I. Yeah. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. That's Trey Media, Paul, right, and brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Just-